Welcome to Rhema for Today. So you'll notice that the confession of the lips comes before God acts upon our spirits and recreates them. I say Jesus died for my sins according to the scripture, and now I acknowledge him as my Lord. And I know that the instant that I acknowledge him as my Lord, I have eternal life. I confess that I have salvation, this is Bible procedure, before God acts and recreates me. Now here's what I'm trying to get over to you that a lot of folks don't know. And yet the same law prevails. The same law prevails when it comes to receiving the Holy Ghost. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, Confession Brings Possession. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagan with today's teaching. Well, I want you to know I had a little trouble with it, but he left me in 10 minutes' time. I was out of the bed with my paralysis gone and standing on my feet. Praise God and walking around the room. Praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Now, God didn't just come to me and lift me up because I never felt anything until after I started acting on the Word. Never felt a thing. Never had any particular kind of spiritual feeling. I didn't know you were supposed to have anything like that. I just thought if the Word of God is so, well, regardless of what I feel, God's Word is so, and so I acted on it. And that's faith, isn't it? Amen. You see, friends, with the heart, man believes. Now, this scripture here, Francis, here in Romans, you see, gives us the law for ending the household of faith. And that same law uh, prevails in receiving from God. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With the heart, man believes that Jesus is his righteousness. Because the word said so, you see. And with his lips, he makes a confession of his salvation. Now, I want you to notice that the confession of the lips of salvation comes before God acts upon our spirits and recreates them. Sure, you know when you're born again. You have the witness of God in your heart, but you don't have the witness and then confess it. You confess it, and your confession creates the reality in your heart. Then God acts upon our spirits and recreates us. I remember a few years ago I was holding a meeting in Jacksboro, Texas, and we had some advertising material, and, and they passed out all over town. And so uh, in this advertising material, there was a message on laying on of hands, sermon, uh, a part of a sermon I preached in every meeting about laying on of hands. <clears throat> and we had in there about laying on of hands to receive the Holy Ghost. So I remember one night in the line as we have, were praying for the sick, and folks receive the Holy Ghost, that there's a very distinguished looking lady in this particular, in this line. And so I knew she hadn't been there before, but he came to her. Well, I asked, as I do usually all of them, uh, you know, what did you come for? And she said, well, I came to receive the Holy Ghost. She said, you know, somebody left one of those magazines or pamphlets in my, in my house, and I read it and looked up both those scriptures and said, that's all in there. And about laying on of hands to receive the Holy Ghost. So she said, I thought I'd come here and have you lay your hands upon me. So this is first service and the only service so far she had been in. But she said, you know, since uh, since being in the service tonight, really, she said, since getting in the line here. She said, you know, I might ought to get saved first. If I've ever been born again, I don't know it. 
said, I, uh, I belong to the Presbyterian Church, but I just joined it when I was a little child, about eight years old. And she said, if I've ever been saved or, or born again, well, I don't know it. And said, I do need healing for my body, too. Really, I came out the Holy Ghost, but said, I guess I just need all three of them. <laughs> well, I said, you sure do, and thank God you can receive all three right now. I said, all right, let's receive salvation first, and then the Holy Ghost, and then healing. Now, I said, uh, you pray this prayer after me and, and, and really mean it. Let your heart agree with it. Don't do it just to ape and imitate me or just because I tell you to. Heavenly Father, and so she went right along behind me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You said in your word, him that cometh unto me, I will no wise cast him out. So no, you won't cast me out, but you take me in. You said in your word, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'm calling on your name, so I know you're saving now. See, each time she believes something, she confesses something. Do you notice it? Then you said in your word that if I shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And then I had her to pray, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died for my sins according to the scriptures. I believe that he's raised from the dead for my justification, or that I might be set right with God. And I believe that in my heart. And so with my mouth I confess him as my Lord and take him as my Savior. And I confess now that I am saved, that I have eternal life. For you said with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And when she said that, she stopped and said, Woo! Woo! Said, you know something happened on the inside of me. I said, sure it did. It's with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. He just imparted eternal life to you. But she confessed you had it first. Now she's learned, you see. And so she, uh, she received the Holy Ghost in a few moments' time. In fact, in, a, in less than ten minutes' time, she was saved, baptized in the Holy Ghost, talking in tongues and healed. Praise the Lord. Later on, because I came back the next year to that church, and she joined that Assembly of God Church. Praise God. Brought her family in. Praise the Lord. The next year. Well, when I, well, I don't know how long she's been there, but anyway, she's there. Well, thank God his word works, doesn't it? It's acting on God's word. So you'll notice that the confession of the lips comes before God acts upon our spirits and recreates them. I say, Jesus died for my sins according to the Scripture, and now I acknowledge him as my Lord. And I know that the instant that I acknowledge him as my Lord, I have eternal life. I confess that I have salvation, this is Bible procedure, before God acts and recreates me. Now here's what I'm trying to get over to you that a lot of folks don't know. And yet the same law prevails. The same law prevails when it comes to receiving the Holy Ghost. The baptism and the Holy Ghost and speaking the tongue. I don't seek and seek and pray and pray and wait and tarry and get the Holy Ghost and speak with tongues and then confess I've got it. I believe it and confess it first and then speak with tongues. Now you see, I knew when I came around full gospel folks, I found out this, I knew more about faith than they did. They knew more about the Holy Ghost than I did and gifts of the Spirit, but I knew more about faith than they did. You know, we make a sad mistake sometimes to think that any one of us knows everything, that we can't learn from somebody else. 
even if they don't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost to talk with tongues, we make a sad mistake by thinking we can't learn something sometimes from them. Are you hearing me? I knew more about faith than they did. Absolutely. I told you last night, I've said it before. When I saw what the Word of God said, I believed in the Holy Ghost, I didn't see the tongues. I believed that tongues were just simply a spiritual gift, and some folks might talk with tongues, some might not, and I based my belief on 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter and the 30th verse, it says, do all speak with tongues. There he's talking about ministering tongues, of course, you know, in public assembly and all. Don't do that. But anyway, I took it out of its setting and, and misconstrued it. But anyway, I, I, I went down to the full gospel pastor's house. We had a church in our town called Full Gospel Tabernacle. Now, it wasn't, uh, I learned later that it wasn't Assembly of God Church, but I didn't know it, and I don't think anybody else knew it. It just was called Full Gospel Tabernacle, and I'd never heard, as far as I can remember, the name Assembly of God uh, until after I'd received the Holy Ghost. But anyway, and sometime afterwards, actually. But anyway, I, uh, I went to, uh, to the, I said to myself, I'm going down to the Full Gospel Preacher's house and get the Holy Ghost. But I said, I went down there, I said to the pastor, I came down here to see the Holy Ghost. He said, wait, wait and seek for it tonight in the service. I said, well, it won't take me long to receive. He said, well, come on in then. I want to show you the procedure. I want you to see it again. That's the reason I'm going over it carefully. I want you to see it because there are certain laws that govern this. And when you act in obedience to those laws, it works. And when you don't, it won't work. Are you hearing me? Amen. There are laws that govern operation of electricity. If you abide by those laws, electricity worked. If you don't, it won't work. Well, now, I really didn't pay any attention to them. I heard them. I, you know, I could hear the sound of their voice, but just sort of shut my ears to it. If they gave me any instructions, I don't know what they said because I didn't listen. But I did hear the sound of their voice, but I didn't pay any attention to words. But I knelt my large chair in that living room, and I lifted my hands and said, Heavenly Father... I came down here to receive the Holy Ghost. Now, according to your word, Acts 2.38, the Holy Ghost is a gift. You said, and ye shall receive, repent, and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And in the 39th verse, you said, for the promise, the promise of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is unto you and to your children, all that are far off even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That includes me. And so I said to him, therefore, I know that the Holy Ghost is a gift just like eternal life and salvation and Christ is a gift. Now, I received the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. I received healing by faith. Now, I receive the Holy Ghost by faith. And I want to thank you now that I am now filled with the Holy Ghost, that he has now come within me, that he is in me. Hallelujah. You are listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's very special offer, the limited edition Kenneth E. Hagen Legacy Bible. It contains a collection of 26 lessons on faith bound in beautiful black genuine leather. It features the King James text, 
a concordance, and a harmony of the four Gospels offered for a special introductory price of $129.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And we got Living Faith Crusades coming up in March. Yes. Uh, we're going to two places we that's, haven't been before. That's right. March 4th through the 6th. We're going to be in Ridgely, Tennessee. Ridgely, Tennessee. Abundant Life Fellowship Church. Pastors David and Tammy Gray. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, all the people in that area, hey, uh, get the news out. Come out. We're going to have a great time. Go. Now, then we're going to move right over there on March 7th through 9th. We're that's going to right. move over to Cleveland, Tennessee. That's Wednesday through Friday. Yes. At Cleveland Christian Fellowship with Pastors Mark and and, and Margaret Strickland. It's going to be a great time. I hadn't been in Cleveland in many, many years. That's our, right. Our good friend Norval Hayes, Hayes lives in Cleveland. Yes. And I'm going to have to get a hold of him and and uh, <laughs> and see if uh, we can get together when we get there. I think it's been about 1973 since we've been there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Long now, time. That, it, we've seen him. Between, oh, yeah. But that, that's the last time I've been to Cleveland, I think. Yes. I don't know. I can't. No, I've been there before. Okay. Uh, she, she's going back too far. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, all you right. went back too far. Hey, but we're excited about it because I, I haven't preached in these places in years. Yes. I haven't preached in Cleveland, Tennessee in a in long, long, long time. I've That's been right. there. But, and, and we've never been to Ridgely. We are looking for, we yes. want you to come and be with us. Get the news out, okay? Tell everybody. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on Confession Brings Possession. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening. That's next time on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.